When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hello there. It's a Tuesday. Laurie and Julia show my talk 1071 everything entertainment. So we will... Endeavor is my $10 word of the day to be very productive today. Do you know where your snow brush is? You're going to yes, need it. I know. You know, good, snow Julia. Snow brush? Yeah, good I, to go? do. Okay. I do. I do. Did you see the video, maybe yesterday, a funny video? The father was using his small child as a snow brush to remove the snow oh, from his car. so funny. And the kids seem to be enjoying it. Yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah. Let's do windshield wiper. Yeah. <laughs> oh, right. my gosh. Well, Julia, it's Tuesday. It is. I do want to give were- I want to give a shout-out to Veronica Wormers and the Wormers um, family. I went to... Um, Veronica, she's the mother-in-law of my dear friends mm-hmm. and the mom of my dear friend, Maureen and Dan Wormers. And, uh-huh. and I was asking the grandchildren, I mean, she... Well, what were you at? She was you at her... I was at her wake. She was 93 years old. Okay. She passed away last Thursday. Mm-hmm. And um, just kind of asking her son about her and the grandkids and just everyone loved this woman. She was like the sweetest woman, the most kind grandmother, the greatest mom, Yeah, big Irish family. Oh, the nice. bagpipe guys oh, were coming in when word. I was leaving oh, wow. the wake. So they're going to be playing at the funeral and stuff. So mm. anyway, just thinking of Veronica's sis, McInerra Wormers. So we wish that's, you well. That, that is a, that's a mouthful of a name there. I know. It? What's the 93 first cousins. Yeah. Wow. Uh-huh. 93 <laughs> first cousins. Yeah. Wow. I thought my mom had a lot when she told me she had 29 first cousins. Oh. 93? Yep. What did everybody have 10 kids and had 10 They're kids? Big Irish Catholic Basically. families. Mm-hmm. And she was Irish and that made her always happy too. Yeah. You know, being Irish. Yeah. So anyway, so we wish well, them well. I guess as long as we're doing that, then we have. Uh, um, we'd heard about this last week. I know someone who's at Mancini's a week ago, Saturday night, when the Rock and Hollywoods was playing, and Chris Schneider had a notable obituary for Doug James, who was the drummer in for the, the Rock, Rock and, and Hollywoods, as oh. well as other bands. Um, but he'd been playing with the Hollywoods for 18 years, and um, he, I mean, he played with Willie Murphy, oh. Steve Miller, Jody Hanks, the Dell Counts. I mean, everybody in the music world that has stuck around here knows uh Doug. So anyway, his his service is going to be tonight uh in Roseville and then there's going to be a musical tribute March 10th at the Minnesota Music Cafe, but he died um During clutching same- his drumsticks and doing what he what loved. What he loved. So um yeah, so anyway, they've got um 
He's survived by his wife, three sons, and a granddaughter. So, yeah. What was his name again? Doug James. Oh. And then people who work downtown Minneapolis might want to remember Lovell Timms, who's the downtown Minneapolis shoe shine man in the U.S. Bank and Plaza. And um, this guy, he had a very loyal following. Tim uh, died January 21st. He was 24 years old, and he knew everybody coming in and out of the building. He had a memory for faces and the security guards liked them and everyone that just, you know, got their sh- shoes shined by him. And he just was, uh, had a lot of loyal people. And of course that U S bank Plaza is full of restaurants. And when there are no customers, he had a very good people watching. Oh, so. I'm sure he did. Oh, so how he was old like, was he? He was 74 years okay. old and services have been held. So, don't right. see too many uh, shoe shiners anymore. That's out of an airport. Yeah, I know. Yeah, well, you do them. in some office, like if you you've do. got a good traffic. Where there's a lot yeah. of attorneys lot of, and finance people. That's yeah. exactly yeah. what he did. Was I mean, it, but it's nothing. I remember getting my shoes clean, shined for the first time, like at MSP airport. Yeah. Back in the Carlson days yeah. when we always wore suits and nice right. shoes and mm. stuff. And I thought, oh, this is everything that I can sit here and afford it and watch people. I mean, it was just yeah, kind of like so fun. a status thing, you know, yeah. to be able to sit in the chair and get your shoes shined. Yeah. They still do it on the gold concourse there. Well, they do yeah. it on the other, the oh, I bet they F, do the mm-hmm. red or whatever it is now. Right. F, I think it is. So right. anyway. And please drive carefully. Last night, even driving home on our small little road, SUVs were in the ditch. And I'm like, how did you get there? No one's going to see you. First glare, of all, glare ice. It's yeah. glare ice. So please yeah. walk and, and drive carefully. And all, I you, ordered, all you fast track magoos, slow down. Lori was, <laughs> she had a fast tracker behind her. Idiots. No, but they are out there. They just don't realize that maybe. I, mean, I this. I, I don't la- like driving fast on ice. It's but last stupid. week we were getting beat up by the cold. Now this week we're getting snow. I mean, we are, we cannot deny that we are in winter. Lori has been okay, and I love update. that it's it's February fifth today. Ha, yeah. Has winter happened, Laura? I've been in denial. <laughs> I until, know because you know, we had kind of a you know it was like a balmy beginning of January. We had a balmy December. Yeah, you know yeah, you like I love to deny that I live here and think I live other places. I don't know why. Mm. Because you don't do the winter sports like you used to. It's not even that. It just gets tedious. Mm. You know, like we have to walk like penguins. You know, as opposed mm-hmm. to Egyptians, as we do in the summer. That's right. Julia. We're <laughs> slinking around like Alrighty. Egyptians in the Walk summer. Walk like an Egyptian. Walk That's like the only. That was the only pun I thought. And you know, tomorrow we want to just give people a shout out for Steve Patterson. He's uh, back yeah. by popular demand. He's going to be on Kelly and uh, Ryan. Ryan. Mm-hmm. It should be Kelly and Steve. Yeah. I mean, he's that good. But yeah. anyway, he's going to he be doing another weather thing. They, I, I don't know. I think they're calling him to do another report from uh, the great north. Mm-hmm. So we'll see what he, there was a lot of discussion. What should he wear? True, it's 50 degrees warmer than last true week. True north is true what north. the Minnesota tourism campaign. Yeah, true north. Today. True yeah. north. What does Race that it. mean? We don't know. We're true. Open to, to our northern station. heritage. Right. So that'll be on tomorrow morning at 9 on Channel 5. All right. And by the way, uh, just if you want to get excited about the Grammys. So every day, Access Hollywood is doing a countdown of the top five Grammy moments. Um, Because the Grammys are on this coming Sunday. Sunday, the 10th. And uh, yesterday's was Prince at the 1985 Grammys. Bouncing and doing the... He was with the Revolution. Lionel Richie introduced him, and he does the splits eight times. He goes up, turn, down, turn. So fast. It was incredible. 
Uh, I don't know what it was today because I miss Excess Hollywood uh, Live, but there is going to be a Dolly Parton tribute performed at the Grammys this Sunday night. It will be Katy Perry, Casey Musgraves. See, it really did help Katy Perry to dress up like uh, Dolly. Casey Musgraves, who just had a sold-out show at the Palace this weekend, Little Big Town, and Maren Morris. And then Parton will join the ladies and sing her latest song, from Dumplin'. Oh, how wonderful. That Netflix oh, movie. been on the Grammy, what is it, 14 years? Did I read it's that? It's been a long, long time. time. Since she's, since Sally's been on the Grammys? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, 18 years. 18 years. It's been 18 years yeah. since she performed uh, on the Grammys. You know, when we were watching. I mean, Dolly Parton could do the Super Bowl along with Cher. Let's of course. Just, and Gladys Knight. Let's and Patti LaBelle. Let's just. <laughs> you don't it even that need way. that many. You need. Well, yeah. But just it, saying, the, the divas. The divas. Yeah. Do VH1 divas. used to do divas yes. total live. We love yeah. that. But when um, on CBS Sunday morning this past Sunday, they did um, a tribute to Linda Ronstead. Yes. And oh, um, it was just yeah. lovely. And if you don't know who she is, she just. Beautiful Googler, 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 but she's 72 years old and she has um, Parkinson's, but she realized um, in 2000, it's 2019 now, but in 2000, she realized that she was starting to feel um, her voice was cramping when she was singing and something was off and she continued to perform until 2000 and um, I think eight and just said I had to quit because I was screaming, but still was not diagnosed with Parkinson's until 2013. So she said it's a long, slow-moving diagnosis. But where I was getting with this yeah, is she did a famous with song with Dolly Parton, Lou Harris, oh, yeah. and Linda Ronstead. Yeah, right. And yeah. Uh, they did a whole album together. Yeah. So there was a lot of mixing and matching. I know. There you go. Such an amazing voice. Saw her in concert. You did? Wow, must have been did. 78, 79. Wow, you saw her at yes. peak. Yeah, Linda at the Ronson. old Civic Center. Mm. Good show. Was she with anybody or was she touring? She was the lead. She was, she was the, I don't remember opening. Who, remember she opening said she opened for. Um, she opened for everybody. Like some big, like. The Doors. The Doors. Like what something, did she say about that, Julia? I can't remember, Donnie. She said it was like Bambi opening for Deep Throat. Throat. Yeah, that's right. That's a good description. <laughs> and she famously dated the governor of California, Jerry Brown. Yeah. Um, and he still goes to her house for Thanksgiving. Yeah. That's so nice. She yeah. had a lot of interesting love affairs. Yeah. Never yeah. married. No. She mm-hmm. said it just wasn't in her mm-hmm. DNA, mm-hmm. I guess. All right, listen, when we come back, it's our story. We can't get enough. Thanks for hanging out with us. We appreciate it. It's Tuesday. Drive carefully out there. Um, Okay, so Conan O'Brien has a revamped late night show. It's just a half hour. He threw everything out the window. He's just doing a half hour. He doesn't have a desk. Uh, He just comes out, does his thing. Andy Richter is still there, but he's been on the air for 25 years. He's not Conan the young on, kid anymore. Yeah, it's no kidding. Think about it. Yeah, that he's been on the late night, you know, but people forget about TBS. Yes, we do. And uh, But anyway, Matt LeBlanc um, was on Conan last night, and I'm just looking at, a, back in the day, he was so ridiculously hot. Oh, I'll never forget when Cousin Michael... 
Remember oh, when did he told his us house? we were out there and our show it was after our show or something. He goes, I just got um, I'm working with this guy who created this show called Friends. It's supposed to be a big Well he hit. didn't create it, yeah. But no, he was gonna star in it. No, he worked yeah. for someone else too. And yeah. Mm. Yeah. And he's like, I hear it's gonna be a big hit. Big hit. He does anyway. landscaping. Yeah. Um, so anyway, so Matt LeBlanc, thank you for that good no aside, problem. Julia. That added so much flavor. Good it does. good mayo to the Maybe story. Way back. <laughs> anyway, but actors do love to tell the story if they're asked about how broke they were mm-hmm. when they got their job. I think Chrissy Matt said she had like 36 cents in yeah. her checking yeah, account. We all well, hear it a lot. You hear it a lot. Yeah. And even though we know it's a successful actor telling the story, I think I still think I like hearing the story. I like hearing, you know, like where they were. Right. And, and uh, so Matt LeBlanc, um, and if you didn't get a chance to see him playing himself in this show called Episodes on oh, Showtime, it, it might brilliant. be on Netflix. It's brilliant. Mm-hmm. It's so funny. It's a show within a show. Really good. But he is on his fourth sit- sitcom, which is in maybe its second or third year, Man with a Plan. Yeah, it's, it just came back. Just came back. Think, yeah. And um, he's sitting very comfortably on a pile of friends' money. So here's his story about uh, how broke he was when right. he got his break with friends. You know, you were, uh, of course, obviously that changed your life overnight, the success of that show, but you were broke. When you got friends, isn't that right? Like seriously, broke. Yeah, I. You know, when you think, all right, I got a little money in the bank, I can, I can hold out till the next gig. I had, I think, I was down to eleven dollars. Wow. Eleven dollars. Now that's holding out too long. (laughs) (laughs) Because even if I said at that point, all right, I'm gonna go get like a, like a waiter job. By the time that $11 ran out, it would have been before the first paycheck on that right, job. Right, I would have right, right. You waited too long. I would have yeah. starved. Yeah. <laughs> it would have starved. Mm-hmm. So, and then I appreciate that, you know, he points out how lucky he was. And, and he also mentions, I don't think we have that cut, but if he hadn't have booked friends, you know, he that money wouldn't have lasted until even no. that first paycheck. And um, he also said when he got his head shot, the photographer noticed he had one that, tooth. That's in the Is story. Is that in the story? Okay, yep. then oh, let's play it. Here we go. Could you afford a headshot? Did you have a headshot at the time? Because that's the big thing in this town is you got to have your headshot, a, a good picture of yourself. I had, uh, I had the same headshot for a long time. Yeah. yeah the, first, the first headshot that I ever got taken, so I went to the photographer and he said to me, he goes, all right, uh, we, you know, it's all set up. He's got the cameras and the lights and everything. And he says, um, before we take this, you might want to go and Get that tooth filed. I go, what are you talking about? Yeah. He goes, yeah, one tooth is a little longer than the other one. I go, oh, really? You should get that filed. I go, okay. Right. Goes, yeah, yeah. And then come back. So I went and I, you know, back when, this was back when there was phone booth. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, 
Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Yeah. And the yellow pages. Yeah. So I look up a dentist, no insurance. I go to see the guy. He says, yeah, I can file that for you. It'd be about 80 bucks. I go, 80 bucks? <laughs> what? Well, I go, what are you going to do? He goes, I'll just file it. I go, let me see the file. <laughs> so he shows it to me and I go, well, forget it. Don't worry about it. So I go to the drugstore and buy like a three-pack no. of emery boards. <laughs> Wait a minute, you filed your own tooth down? Yeah. There's nerves. There's and, nerves there. And then Matt went on oh, to say God. the photographer said, hey, your dentist did a really great job. Oh, funny. And for people who watch Friends, uh, I don't know if you remember the episode, Joey had a hernia and needed to book a job to renew his SAG insurance oh. so he could afford treatment for it. And it was funny, but close to the truth, because that happens. And we hear that backstage at the Screen Actor Guild every year about the struggle. I mean, Jason Bateman talked about it. Just, I need to get this job. I need to book this thing. So anyway, not recommending anyone do their own dental work. Uh, But disclaimer aside, if I only had $11 in my checking account, I needed a headshot to get a job. Yeah, I might take out an emery board. (laughs) <laughs> oh, that would hurt. Oh, it just yeah, hurts really. my teeth, too, to think about it. It hurts my teeth. Okay, so anyway, he was giving us good couch, and David Spade was giving good couch over on Jimmy What's Kimmel. What's he up to? Anything? Oh, he's got a, his book is out on, he's got a new book, and then a, the other book is out on audio. He just shows up. I think he and Kimmel are buddies. Mm-hmm. He was trolling Adam Levine in his appearance. He's got a tank top made out of that same material that sure. Adam <laughs> Levine. So he was just, you know, he's Does just... Conan just have one guest then? For the yes, he just has only, one guest. Yeah, so right, it's kind yeah. of, you know, I like yeah. it. And, um, you know, there's plenty of a half hour, you know, Samantha B shows a half hour, right. Daily Show, right. Watch right. What Happens Live. John Oliver's a half hour. Yeah, Busy Phillips is yeah. doing her half hour. So I think Conan, check check out Conan. I will. Check out Red. Uh, I do forget him. If you love Lizzo, and it's just a matter of time till everybody does... She is going to be playing at the Palace Theater uh, May 5th. It's a Sunday. Sunday night. Tickets mm-hmm. go on sale this Friday. That show will we'll sell, sell out. out. Yep. And uh, uh, that her song Juice made, you know, hit the Hot 100 mm-hmm. or whatever. She played it on um, Ellen a week ago Monday. And people are always surprised a lot if you don't know Lizzo that she can play the flute. But she's been playing the flute since she was 12. Right. <laughs> Yeah. When you had to pick an instrument. Pick or an instrument. Since she was 10. Wow. Yeah, it's I had like to fourth pick an grade, instrument. Fourth or fifth grade. Pick an instrument. And like many hobbies that people mock you for when you're a kid, uh, now it's, you know, it's one of her greatest assets because when she busted out that flute last week on Ellen in the middle of juice, it was just That's like, like Ellen. Hey, uh, Julia, uh, yeah. if memory serves, didn't one of your kids pick out a trombone? Oh, oh yes. yes. <laughs> At one time. Oh, yes. The big <laughs> one. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I know all about the <laughs> rental agreements, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But Lori, remember when we were in um, L.A. and um, Marty and Evelyn, she played the flute. Oh, yes. She, <laughs> the crooners. Yeah, Marty um, and. Isn't it Evelyn? Uh, I have to look. I at swear it was phone. Evelyn. I can't remember, but um, yeah, she did play the flute, and she, she did. She looks like um, a cross between Loretta Lynn and Cher. If they were melted, <laughs> Julia. <laughs> what? I'm telling you seriously. I thought if it was, oh, what the Elaine. Heck? Elaine, 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 and Elaine and you're right. Oh, Elaine, Elaine and Marty. Marty. Oh my gosh! Mm-hmm. And she took out the flute. 
Yeah. And I remember when I worked in Hawaii, mm-hmm. the guy, our entertainment, his name was Capono Beamer. Yeah. He played a flute with his nose. Oh, how fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> Lots of ways to play that flute, people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, so when we're going to come back, talking all about oh, it's, Colton the Bachelor. Oh, my God. We're going to call it the kiss-off. We're gonna. It's all about the lip cherry. And going to Taiwan. <laughs> I love that the lip, lip cherry. cherry. Oh, my gosh. They were in Thailand, not Thailand, Thailand Julia. All right, don't Taiwan. Yeah. So it starts with a T. Thank yeah, you, Donnie. Yeah. We'll be right back. This is going viral in a big way. This is the My Talk Now Trending Report. What's this? Trending online this afternoon. It's Chinese New Year. It is the year of the pig. Thank you, Donnie. <laughs> also, uh, tonight, the State of the Union address is happening, if you want to tune in for that. And uh, also trending online this afternoon, James Brown, because more than a dozen people uh, are petitioning for uh, his death to be investigated, saying that he did not pass away by natural causes. Ooh. I know. Wow. Happened now. It's weak James Brown, I know. Yep. Uh, also trending Modern Family, the long-running ABC comedy series is set to end after 11 seasons in 2020. And also trending online would be the Museum of Modern Art. If you're taking a jaunt to New York City this summer, no, the museum will be closed. It is undergoing a $400 million renovation this summer. That's what's trending here at My Talk, and get rewarded just for listening to us over here at My Talk. My Talk 1071's app includes listener rewards prizing, like enter to win a remote car starter, which would be nice today. Uh, Trevor Noah tickets or movie passes to the film isn't it? That is a perfect song, Happier, to kick off our next segment. Marley McMillan is with us, and we're going to talk all things Bachelor, because you do. After you, the, you get, get a rose. rose. You get a rose. You get. Why do I want you to call it after the rose? That's been taken. <laughs> yeah, that's already know. taken by Cause, ABC. Because it was the after show. Yeah, maybe I'll come. In, maybe I'll bring you guys roses next week, and I'll give yeah, them to you. You get and I'll a rose. Say, you get a rose. You get a rose, and it'll be burned into your minds. Okay, so we're in Thailand now. We are. We've we've jumped from Singapore to Thailand. Yeah, I do I, like uh, the accelerated travel schedule. I like it a lot. Jewel you I watched, watched. I, I want to just listen to what you have to say. Well, I watched the very first 35 minutes of it. Of a two-hour thing. So you did not really watch No, much. hour and five minutes, I mean. Hour oh. and five minutes. Okay. And nice. then I sped to the end, and I realized that no one got a rose. I know. That was disappointing. Well, just the two one-on-one ladies got their roses. Well, we're on the vicious cycle, though, now, where the episode hasn't ended with a rose ceremony. And we yeah. all know that that means next week won't either, and so on and so forth. It's a vicious cycle. And yeah, Bachelor Nation gets, yeah, gets very upset. So what do you think, Marley? So here you're a 23-year-old woman who's quite lovely looking, and mm-hmm. you have never kissed anyone in your entire life, which I get, sure. You know, really? I was the last no. American virgin. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. There's <laughs> no way anyone is saving their lip cherry. Yeah. What is wrong with her? I'm it's so weird to me that you've never been kissed by 23. She's Heather. Yes, Heather. 
And she Heather. did one-on-one. And you're right. She is. She's absolutely beautiful. She seems great. I think at some point we found out, too, that she's got like a great job, even though they've never said that. They say her yeah. occupation has never been kissed. Yeah. I think she actually has a great job. Um, and she's she's gorgeous. Yeah. Um, I don't get it. And I, I already podcasted today, actually, with Elizabeth Reese. She joined me for this week's episode. Do you guys um, believe her? Is she making it up for a storyline? Well, Elizabeth Elizabeth also was wondering, like, oh, I could see how that could happen. I, I can't. I can't. When Not both when you ca- ain't done. No. She dated someone for eight months I in college. I'd like to hear his story. Even that, though, it's like, you didn't kiss someone in a cubby when you were in third grade? Like, yeah. you've never kissed, kissed anybody? anybody? You, you never, never played spin the bottle? Right? Yeah. Doctor? <laughs> I just, I either can't believe it or there has to be some other explanation like someone in her family died during makeout and so yeah, she's right. really she's scared. scared. Or like she has some sort of medical condition that, you know, paralyzed her tongue for the first 18 years of her life. Like, how is this possible? Well, how did you feel about the editing showing Colton eating the slippery noodles and all of the messaging on the lips eating big, plump, juicy shrimp and these close-ups of them eating and smacking feeding each their other. lips? Feeding each other. I was just like, why? <laughs> it, it otherwise looked like the the most painfully awkward date it we've really, ever seen. I wanted to go, are they going to kiss? And then is he going to send her home after yeah. he's taken her kissing virginity? Because right. that looks like the worst date ever. I know. <laughs> I know it. I know. And the lady testants back at the house were busy, yeah. you know, just I think stirring I, the pot. I think oh, I could yeah. relate to the Elise. Elise, Elise, the lady Elise, who left, yeah. the redhead who went and yeah. curled her hair and put on her yes. bridal gown. Okay, so, I, yeah, I also talked about this. When when Elizabeth summed it up, it, it felt like it made sense. Okay, you think you can go on this show, and then you realize, I'm actually just really bothered by the women, and, you know, and no matter what, if I stay right? around, 31. I'm 31, never okay. going to get to that place. But I was just sitting there, one, I thought it was a million things going on at once. I think she didn't see it going anywhere with Colton. Yeah. I think the producers told her to put her hair in an updo and put on her statement dress, quote yeah. unquote, which was bizarre. And then she she also is sitting there saying how much she likes him, and she had clearly gone there to dump him. Right. And she's really upset. It doesn't add up. Well, here's what adds up for me. These poor women... And men, they're, they're, they have no phones. They have no TVs. No, Julia, they, don't, don't, okay. don't, that. Well, that is important. I think you're, you're surrounded. But you say that every time. This has been going on on the Bachelor Nation right. thing. It's nothing. She felt like she had a connection, Lori, and she didn't want him to make out with all these other girls. Well, I see what you're saying because I think a lot of people self-destruct. And they self-destruct that's for what your I, reason. That's what I think happened to her. Well, but, and, but I, I don't know. With her, it seemed funny because... That does happen. That definitely does happen. With her, I think she was trying to make it seem like that's what was happening. The whole when premise I think, of the show is you know you're going yeah. on and you're going to be dating a bunch of people. Mm-hmm. So her... Th- but it was... She tried to have it be a big TV drama when wasn't. really it wasn't. It was her going, I'm actually really normal and this is dumb. Yeah. So she should have just said that. Would you remember when she wished like? Chris Harrison could set her up on one on one dates for the rest of the year? And I thought, <laughs> yeah. do you know Chris Harrison is not involved any longer once the show is over. She made no sense. and I She think, made no sense. That's the point. She yeah. made no sense. Yeah. So if the producers were like talking her into that, I think she realized that she couldn't be
be in love with a man who could also be in love with like the 23 year old, the little sassy pants. Yeah. Why are you there, Elise? Yeah. Why did you go there in the first place? Yeah. Like the two things that she apparently isn't okay with are the premise, premise of, of this sure. And I get it. And then she's <laughs> yeah. like, I'm going home. She's like, but not before I wear my statement piece. Yeah. <laughs> now let's talk about Cassie and Colton, the other one on one date when they went to a private island, which was really. AKA a pile of sand. A yep. sandbar. I saw it. Mm, you saw a little where, it was. Where was the bathroom? Yeah, exactly. In well, the just water. Pee in the water. Pee on what Colton's if you, leg what, while you're humping him. I mean, all they did was make out. All they did was I'm make out. There, but I'm it's warm. not the reason you think. Who would know? All they did was make out. I know. I don't know if it's all of a sudden really warm, warm in that yes, water, Lori. You swim away. One Lori, or two you know things: either he went or she, she went. went. Yeah, but here's the thing: they're filming for a long time. They're making out, and then Cassie feels like she has to explain why she's not a virgin anymore. And I'm like, what yeah. are we, in 1910? I know. I, Who's I, ever had to explain that? I don't know. I really, I, it felt like she was trying to come up with a storyline or something like that because because that's not a storyline, but, you know, because Colton's sitting there talking about his virginity nonstop. She thinks she has yeah. to come back with something, which is, no, Cassie, because Colton's a virgin, it doesn't have to make you self-conscious about the fact that you're not a virgin. None yeah, of us are. You don't need to give your hymen <laughs> status on the air. Yeah. Yeah, Nobody why? needs to say yeah. why they're not a no, virgin anymore. That's that, ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. That was it. Was a moment like Caitlyn a couple weeks ago, and she was like, "I don't have anything really traumatic to share." And it, you're going, "Yeah, Caitlyn, it's okay. You right. don't have to have something traumatic. Just talk. Like you know, just be a normal person." So you kind of thought on a scale of one to ten, last night was kind of lame. Uh, I'm I'm gonna give it a six. It was all right. It yeah, was, it was just all right. I think practice. the whole. In what community, you know, are people like that, that the, the whole virginity thing and then that bad group day where they were out in the fake woods and the girls got the yeah, hammer? Yeah, that was dumb. That was just really a dumb, yeah, it was dumb, dumb it, date. It did provide some of the best quotes of the evening, which True. were, you know, Hannah ate a bug hole. Yeah. And like Nicole stuck her arm in a hole with an eel in it. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I, yeah, but other than that, it was worthless. Yeah, it really was. Yeah. And then yeah. we had to see the she said, she said fight. That happened with uh, the lady testings. The pettiest drama of all time. Uh-huh. It's not even drama. It's completely made up. How many more episodes? Uh, so I, this is week five. We've got five more. We're halfway through. Okay. So hometown half dates mile. in like two weeks. So the next two weeks. He's, he's got to do some serious cutting. He's got some yes. pruning. Elise dropped herself out. Like, yeah. You know. Anyeka's going to go. Nicole's going to go. Yeah. And they need to go. How about Anika's uh, eyebrows? Uh, uh, are they just weird? <laughs> well, they're... I, yeah, they're mean. They're mean-looking eyebrows. I don't like them. <laughs> well, she's kind of mean. <laughs> yeah, maybe that's... Yeah. Yeah, She, you know she had a burn book in middle school. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she's she's not been nice. No, she really you know? hasn't. Yeah. I, I just always have visions of watching Unreal and oh. seeing the one-on-one producer each yeah. girl has about, like, you know, really... Because, like... I mean, to get back to your point, Julia, but not you're so disconnected. You're relying on that producer for everything. Everything. You don't know what the feedback is on the show. You're not talking yes. to anybody. So uh, they are very influential yeah. in mm-hmm. that way mm-hmm. because yeah, how they're do they know totally. What's going on? Yeah, I think you see that a lot this season too, and maybe because Colton's a little bit of a low key guy. That he the, makes out with everybody though. He yeah, does. He, does. Not. he is a good maker outer. Yep. I, I appreciate that about yep. him. And he ended up in bed with Cassie, the yeah. uh, virgin explanator. He told her he was crazy about her. Mm-hmm. I know he did. Yeah.
I'm really attracted to you. I was hoping last night was going to be the jump, the fence jumping episode. Mm, I know, me too. This reminds me, where we are right now, it reminds me of a valid point uh, someone told me a little while ago, which is that these bachelors and bachelorettes have to be so horny. (laughs) Yeah. Filming this show. They're making out with every single contestant constantly, and Mm -hmm. they don't do anything else Mm -mm. until they get to the fantasy suite. Well, I don't believe that's true about all the others. It's I not. It, I believe it's true about this one. Yeah. Some oh. of them, have, I mean, they've done stuff What's throughout. What's her name? But Minnesota. Uh, what was her name? Rebecca? Becca? She, Becca, she was, I liked her making out. She did a lot of that. She did a lot of kissing. But how sexually frustrated must you get? Well, that's really that's all you're doing. That's why people pack their lipstick vibrators when they go on oh the Oh my gosh. Do you, do you think so? Do you think the female contestants do? Absolutely. My God, that's a- I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Long time to be locked up <laughs> and away. Yes, Imagine what people did before batteries, Lori. Yeah, okay. So I guess he's just doing the same thing. Then. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he's like an old hand in the shower. <laughs> oh, my. All right. And there we go. There you and, go. And uh, you get a rose. You yeah. get a rose. Uh, that's the podcast. Is it up right now? <laughs> uh, it'll be up today. It'll be up in a matter of hours. Yeah. All right. How many, yeah. how many appearances today is this for you for the... Because uh, people have... Stolen you after they realize how good you are on our show oh, last ladies. year when we had an exclusive with you and now everybody wants to talk to you. Uh, well, thanks for giving me my first shot. <laughs> yeah, you're welcome. Uh, Jason Alexis and Twin Cities Live is yeah. what I do. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, that's a busy Tuesday. Then it is a busy no Tuesday. Yeah. It's All right. So well, fun, well thank you, Marley, thanks, guys. Thank you. Uh, next week, maybe we'll be the episode called yes. Colton Jumps the Fence and run away, Runs Away from he the He needs ladies. to do something. Something. All yeah, right. he does. When we come back, oh, oh, that's all I have to say about this guy. They tell me think with my head, not that thing in my chest. They got their hands at my neck this time. But you're the one. Tuesday, everybody. Hang in there. Um, okay, so... Yesterday, um, in something that no one could have possibly seen coming and maybe doing the worst interview in the history of while promoting middle-aged guy kicks um, ass action movie, Liam Neeson at a press junket told the story um, about his once upon a time revenge he wanted to commit on a black man because a friend of his got raped. And by a black to, man. By a black man. And so he wanted to get revenge on a black man. And he actually says this. As he's promoting the movie the, the Revenge. Movie. And this is, he's been doing 10 years of revenge movies. Yeah. Okay. And we were like, oh, we didn't even want to cover it because no. it was just like. Awful. It, where everyone, like you spit out your coffee. You're like, what? Liam Neeson said what? Exactly. You know, did he just admit to racistly wanting to hurt or murder someone based on their skin color. I mean, I was like, we were like, whoa. And he did. And so this morning, 
GMA is promoting Liam Neeson's going to be in studio, mm-hmm. sitting down with Robin Roberts. Yeah. And now I'm shocked. I'm like, wow, maybe he's going to, you know, apologize for what he said yesterday mm-hmm. or come up with some kind of a thing that would make people be able to like take back the spit coffee, the thought of, oh my God, love actually is ruined ago. forever. Right, right, yeah. right, right, right. And, um, and and the full context of when he's telling that story is he's talking about this revenge movie. Now, like I said, he's been doing these movies for 10 years. This yeah. is probably his eighth movie yeah. in 10 years. And um, so he, he gets on GMA and Robin Roberts asked him and he said, well, I'm not racist. That happened 40 years ago. And then he proceeded to tell Robin, I'll tell you the same thing I told the lady journalist from The Independent. The lady journalist. journalist okay. Oh, sexist. Journalist. The lady journalist. Yep. And then he proceeds to tell the exact same story. And that for a week, he walked around with a baseball bat looking for just any black man that he could take a swing at. Does he say that? Yes. Oh, gosh. And then he, then he, then he said... Uh, you know, I mean, he 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 said, well, you know, but that was 40 years ago and I went to a priest and I talked to him and it's just like he, Robin, I really give her a lot of props for not just saying to him, no, Liam, you're not getting off that easy. I think she was so surprised. A, he said, lady journalist. Then B, he told the exact same story in the exact same way not doing anything. Um, same story as the written interview? He, he tells her the exact same way. Same thing, okay. And he, as he said, the independent. And yes, that was a recorded right. interview. Mm-hmm. And um, anyway, he's no hero because he sought to... Have, I mean, this is like a... Uh, we've had... Uh, I mean, men of color have been... This has been a a thing for, for many, many years in this country of... People, oh, I'm going to go out and avenge, you know, oh, the, the, the person of color taking it, you know, taking his way with white women. And he just didn't seem to get it. And I'm just thinking, I'm thinking of his publicist backstage just pulling their hair out because I can't even believe he brought it up yesterday at the press junket and then tells the exact same story today to Robin Roberts. And then wants everyone to applaud him that he didn't do that, that he didn't find anybody to beat up, Mm -hmm. to take out revenge. Mm -hmm. It's just like, Mm -hmm. Liam, you're, how old is he? He's in his late 60s. Yeah. Anyway, and then, you know, he kind of like, he's like, you know, he's sort of like, but I didn't do it. And so people are like... uh, it's it's appalling and it's so strange to me that he tells this story and then tells it again yeah, by way of an apology. And so that's, if you're seeing him, uh, you know, trending or there's a lot of different opinion pieces about, um, you know, he just doesn't get to say that story and then like that he gets off. Well, that was 40 years ago. And then I went and talked to a priest yeah, okay. a week later. I guess yeah. we're all lucky he didn't find somebody to... You know, yeah. exact revenge on. Is uh, the New York premiere of the movie has been canceled? Yeah. I don't understand. His Robin Roberts thing went, when he told, when he said, well, I'll tell you the story I told the lady journalist at the Independent, oh, and he repeats it verbatim. And I mean, I, uh, Robin Roberts, she, she's a, she's a true pro.
Yeah. You know, because, yeah. I mean, to, to, to like go, well, I restrained myself from going out and killing the first innocent black man I saw. I mean, does he want a medal? Oh, gosh. I'm you know? Having, I'm having such a hard time with that. Yeah, it just bothers me. Um, and then he said, well, you know, if, if, if I would have... You know, I would have done that no matter who it what was. Color or whatever. No, he didn't, he didn't even, even say, say that. that. Yeah, he, he said he would have said the same thing if it had been a Lithuanian or yeah, Italian. but you would have had to get more qualifiers. Yeah. You know, because he's living in Ireland. You know, and just luckily, I mean, it was just it, it's it saddens me because we're still that racism well, is I just still can't. very real. Trayvon Martin would have been twenty four today. So, you know, there's, there's people, the, the racial injustice in this country is real. Mm-hmm. And he just like, I, I just, I don't even know is that he, that he doesn't see it as problematic, I guess, is, is how it felt to me in the mm-hmm. interview. That he didn't even. I think what he just sees his anger was. Well, that's wrong. what he is. That's the part. But about not it, the racism. He part. says my rage the was rage. so powerful. Yes. My rage was crazy. I, yeah. I didn't know how to control it. I was mm. just absolutely rage filled, and so it didn't matter who it was. It was going to be taken out on anyone. And but that part, yeah. that's the part that's wrong. That he that sees the, the anger. The anger is wrong, but he doesn't see that the racism yeah. part of it is right. the bigger problem. So is he trying to get across that was 40 years ago and I'm not that same person? Well, I think what I he, he wasn't trying to get across anything. It was a bad idea was, to bring it he, up. This yeah. is the scary. This this is, I mean, because if the guy had been white, he that said, raped his friend, would he have gone out looking for some random white said. man? That's, he, he said that. that yes, he said Julia, that, right. Lauren. Yeah, he, he did but say that. he would have needed another question and he would have had that. In, that is the bla- that's the racism part of it. Because then he would have said, you know, well, was he Scottish or did he have, was he, I, you would have gone more. But for right. him, it's just, it's good enough a black man. That's the racist uh, uh, part yeah. of it. It's just a, it's a rough story and it didn't make any sense. And he did it to himself. And he did it twice. That's the part that I don't get. Where are the publicists? Yeah. Uh, right. Where are the publicists? And Robin even said, oh, well, we'll look, f-, you know, I mean, well, we're looking forward to seeing the movie. I mean, she was just such a pro, and I just was like ready to bonk him upside yeah. the head and just like go, oh, "You are being really an egghead, a, a dense, and you don't yep. see the prob- what the problem is." So that then makes people even more crazy. So there's a lot of that out there. Uh, that's why Liam Neeson is trending, and you know, the movie is with Laura Dern. And it's actually getting kind of good reviews because right. he sort of does. He He's turns very, these out. He does these. Yeah, he does. Uh, anyway. All right, people, you're going to be real sorry to hear this news about a musical that's not going to happen on NBC. Somebody <laughs> has finally listened to us. We'll be back. <laughs>